Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly legal podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 119. Uh, I hope you're doing really well wherever you are. Uh, I really, really, really enjoy uh, this season uh, that we're in. It's interesting in in California and, and even in Arizona when we were there, you know, um, fall is different out here in the West. You don't get like a true blue kind of fall unless you kind of go up to the mountains. But what's really cool about this time of year is it seems that the sky gets uh, a lot bluer. Like uh, I'm out here on the front porch. It's morning time and it's dark. It's really dark. And, And I'm looking at a crescent moon right now and Venus is off to the right and it's so bright and then off and I'm so I'm facing east uh, but then if I look uh, left and that's north I can see the Big Dipper like clear as day and I really love that I really love kind of slowing down I really love the changes in the seasons uh, I love that that creation is both constant and it's always changing um, like I could have come out here last year around the same time and I'd be looking at the kind of the same view. Uh, maybe it might get covered by clouds and things like that. So it's constant, but yet everything around us is always changing. And I really love that. I think it's indicative of our creator. He is creative, right? But he's also consistent. And so I just think, you know, sometimes if you're having a hard day, you're really struggling, you're not like, just look to creation, Look to the creativity and look to the, at the consistency. Sometimes that allows our heart to slow down. So maybe you just need to look up into the sky, look at the stars, slow down a little bit and just be like baffled. I mean, absolutely baffled by how beautiful all of creation is. And I know that's coming from me and I know I'm a total, you know, naturalist where I'm just outside and I love that. And that really is me. But You know, whatever that is, uh, just an encouragement that I always try to have here is slow down a little bit. You know, take some time, slow down, observe something, just observe it, slow down and just go, wow, that's kind of mind blowing. You ever watched a kid, like a little kid, just watched them like walk around, you know, it's crazy. Like that little thing like was in, in the belly of, of my wife or, 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 you know, or your wife or whatever, like, and was born Right. It was birthed out and now it's walking around the house. You know, for me, I'm like, my son's going to be 17 this weekend. And it's like, oh, my gosh. You know, if you just slow down and and look at that, it's kind of mind blowing. So anyway, uh, hey, uh, thanks to all of you who continue to listen to this podcast. Really appreciate it. And to those who you uh, who uh, subscribe and then share this out in your social media. Really appreciate it. Um, and then for those of you who continue to give on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Front Porch Confessional and through Venmo and through Check, thank you so much. I very much appreciate uh, the support. Okay, our passage for today as we continue in the Psalms, as I told you in uh, episode 118, you know, uh, these first two Psalms are like pretty heavy. I'm like, wow, these are seem really, really heavy, but really, really important. This is another one that I think is pretty heavy, but very, very important. And it's Psalms 111, verse 10, and it says this, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. 
all those who practice it have good understanding. His praise endures forever. I'll read it again. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have good understanding. His praise endures uh, forever. You know, I remember as a kid, uh, I, 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 if you've listened to this podcast, you'll, you'll know that um, I, I lived kind of like a, it was kind of like a, a Huck Finn or, you know, kind of uh, of life. I just, I just had a lot of freedom. My parents gave me a machete. I had like guns and, you know, like knives and all that kind of stuff. And they basically, I think it was a way to get me out of the house where like go in the woods and shoot something or, you know, or cut down a tree. We don't care. Go after it. So, you know, my backyard was next to kind of like, it wasn't like a forest preserve, but it was like there were trees everywhere. It was massive amounts of acre. At the bottom of the hill was a park that led into a soccer field that led into more forest and creeks. So I just had this very like adventure kind of kid life uh, growing up. And uh, but I remember like kind of adventuring through the woods and I remember coming to this one spot and it was a storm dream. But as a kid, I don't know what that is. But what it looked like is it looked like a prison cell. It had brick and it had like uh, rebar bars that looked like a jail cell. And the water would flow under kind of the brick and the rebar. So I had rebar below and rebar above. But I would always walk up to it and I would always hear these sounds. Like it would always feel like there was something. It felt like the beyond. Like there, you know, like any sci-fi movie or like any creepy movie. Like that was the place that you enter and that's where all the bad things happen. And as a kid, it really freaked me out. And come dusk, which is kind of like, hey, make sure you're home by dusk because that's when we have dinner. You know, I would do everything I could to avoid that. It was like the most terrifying. The woods were like adventurous and fun. But that particular storm drain, and I could tell, I can know right where it is, right in my brain. I know right where it is. You know, it was terrifying for me because every time I went around it, I just felt like there was noise. Something was going to get me. I was terrified of it. And I think as it relates to fear, We need to have a better understanding of what this passage is talking about. Because I think, you know, for most of my life, my understanding of who God was, was much kind of like that storm dream. Like, I'm not going to run away from it necessarily. Like, I'm not going to stop playing in the woods, but I'm terrified of it. Like, I don't want to go near it. And it's so opposite of, I I think, what, uh, of what this passage and what scripture is trying to help us understand about fearing the Lord, you know, and, and as I started working through the passage, I started th- working through the idea of understanding uh, first. And in this post-enlightenment period that we, we find our, ourselves in, uh, we all want wisdom. You know, I, I want it. You know, I, I want it. I, and, and I would imagine that, that you do too. I like the feeling of being smart and informed. Like, I like that feeling. Um, my wife and I were having a conversation today uh, about uh, reading books. You know, we were, we were talking about reading books. Um, and um, she said, I hate reading books. I hate it. And I re- quickly responded, I love, I love reading books. I love it so much. Um, but that's not completely uh, true. 
Here's the real truth. I want to love to read books. I want to love it. I want to, but I really, really don't. But I read a lot. And as I started thinking about that, I, I think the reason why I, I like to read or I not that I like to read that I, I feel like I have to read is because I want to be smarter. And I want to tell people, and this is the honest part of me, I want to tell people, look, I read a lot, right? Oh, I'm a reader, you know, like because somehow that makes me feel smarter or more educated, you know, and a part of it is good. And a part of that is bad because a part of it is, no, I do want to grow in understanding. I do want to get uh, smarter and so um, and, and grow in my understanding of who God is, maybe through some of these books I'm reading or just books for entertainment or whatever, like the story parts of it. Like I, I want to grow in understanding of that. Um, but if I'm honest, I, I do want more knowledge. I really do. But many times it just feels um, I think for many of us, like we just want to be smarter or we just want all the answers. But what I'm learning, I think in this latter part of my life, um, and that's not to say that I'm super old, you know, 43 is not that old, but I'm getting older. And I think I feel like I'm getting older. And in the latter years this of my life, um, I think I'm starting to understand what this first part of this passage is talking about and what real wisdom is attached to. You know, real wisdom is not just reading a bunch of books for a bunch of knowledge, right? That's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but it's not completely uh, what um, it's not completely or at all what this passage is talking about. This passage is talking about, let's start at the beginning. Let's start at what's most important and what's most important is that we fear the Lord and that all wisdom, all understanding flows out of that reality. But I think like I talked about on the front end, I think we have this misunderstanding about what it means to fear the Lord, which truly does impact my wisdom and my understanding. So I feel like I, I've got to understand this. And maybe you're feeling the same way. Maybe you're like me, like growing up, I was taught to fear the Lord. And I'll be honest, I totally did. I imagined him like with this lightning bolt, you know, and this is like in a child's imagination, but like I had him with like this lightning bolt in his hand, you know, like waiting to strike me down. And, and uh, if I didn't hit some form <laughs> of moral perfection, right? Like that's the vision I had of God. Um, I had this uh, fear of God, like a God who's just going to cast people into hell. Um, that really loomed in the back of my mind uh, for most of my childhood. And if I'm honest, probably my early adulthood, like I, I was just afraid, you know, um, but it was like a, it was like a seed, you know, it was like a, it was like a seed that kept getting fed you know, like I, I kept being more fearful and more fearful. Um, and I'm wondering, like, do you have, do you have anything like that? You know, I meet with people all the time that, that talk about how, you know, God's angry with them. You know, I thought, wow, you know, that's really, really heavy. And I wonder if their understanding of who God is, isn't, isn't misunderstood. And so th I think this is a really, really important part to this passage. You know, do you, do you have this feeling that God's just disappointed in you all the time and that he's super wrathful? 
And, and I think what I want to say is be released of that. Be grounded in truth. And the truth is this. We should fear God. And as we do, we will fall more in love with him. And as we fall more in love with him, wisdom and understanding will follow. This is so important to understanding who God is. You see, the fear of the Lord for most of my life kept God at a distance. But what I've come to understand, the fear of the Lord is this relational thing that makes me want to move towards him. And that's really important for us to understand. You know, my, my wife loves me. I know that. I truly, truly know that. But I am also 100% sure of the consequences of betraying her. I fear that, okay? That's a real thing. That fear doesn't make me want to run away. It presses me deeper into our love and relationships. You know, the consequences of abandoning our covenant pushes me to honor it all the more. And when we give God the reverence he deserves, this is really, really important as I was working through this because I was trying to go, what is this all about? And I think so many people struggle with it. You know, when we give him the reverence he deserves, um, we grow in our understanding of his holiness. When we, when we grow in our understanding of his holiness, we start to understand our sin, which made us an enemy of God. And that allows us to press in to Jesus' sacrifice for us. That sacrifice unleashed a grace-filled love that covers sins. As far as scripture says, as far as from the east is from the west. That love makes us sons and daughters of the most high. So there's a reverence there. There's a a fear there. There was like, we were enemies of God. Our sin is the thing that did that. And instead of running away, it presses in. You loved me that much? Oh my gosh. You're that holy, that righteous, and it presses in. It creates a beautiful accountability for us that doesn't keep God at a distance, but allows us to come near. You know, this realization, it has the opportunity to really open up our minds to what real wisdom and understanding are. Because we won't be content with a consumeristic relationship with God, but instead we press in, press into a reverent love of all he is and how beautiful a relationship with him is. That's why this passage ends with praise. It's not about us. And it's all about him. Because I think fear helps us fall deeper in love with our Heavenly Father. So the question I have is this. Do you fear God? And if so, how has that pushed you closer to him, not farther away? Heavenly Father, we love you. Thank you that you love us back. And within that beautiful dynamic, there is a reverence 
that leads us to wisdom and understanding of who you are and what you sacrificed and how much you care, would we lean in and learn to love you more? So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you. <laughs>